Hello and welcome to Mirror Talk Podcast. Your moment of greatness starts now. Today, I am blessed to have Inkechi on the podcast. Um, I am not sure I have told you this before, but you really inspired me uh, while traveling uh, while traveling to achieve great things academically in high school. Um, <laughs> I shared the story later in the episode, but um, let's first hear from this beautiful and wonderful Inkechi. How are you doing? Hi, Toby. I'm doing great. Thank you for all your sweet mouth compliments. I'm <laughs> fine and it's great to see you. Great to, it's great to have you here once again. I'm, I'm really glad that you accepted to do this. And um, as I said earlier, you inspired me in high school. And yeah, I'm so glad to learn a lot from you um, in this session. Um, I have, I've known you for quite a while now, um, right from the time I was in my first class in high school in OBMS in Oyo State, Nigeria. And apart from yeah. you being a very kind and very friendly person, sometimes, um, you know, I always feel like, oh, it's someone of this high caliber, you know, we've talked to someone like me. I was like, wow. <laughs> but, really? <laughs> but so, something, something, um, something that attracted me to you um, were your academ- academic excellence, your academic um, achievements, and the way you presented yourself or present yourself still with um, so much um, confidence. And that's why I'm curious to know this. I'm, I'm curious to know um, if you could tell me about your upbringing, um, whether it's some things that you had to do while growing up or some training you had to under, um, undergo while growing up or some kind of secret food that you had to eat to make you so intelligent. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so um, how would I say it? <laughs> so um, confident and you know so yeah great well um my upbringing was pretty normal i wouldn't say there was anything special about it or anything that was particularly geared towards academics um as you know my dad um he was a teacher and he used to teach at the same secondary school we attended so um, not that he used to particularly give us any sort of special mentorship at home but I guess just knowing that he was present in the same school, you have this kind of um, motivation such that you don't want to do anything that will possibly make him unhappy or make him feel like oh, his name is being um, besmirched in any way. So just, I guess, wanting to keep up the good work and make my parents happy. Ah, that's, that's great. So, um, for example, if your parents were not there, I'm sure you will, you still have been... Yeah, good academically or achieve great things. So were there like things from home that they, mm-hmm. they taught you? Or I suppose I was naturally studious. I'd read when it's time for exams. They were all just like normal things to me. Like I couldn't fathom doing it differently. Mm-hmm. It's just like you do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's how it was. Great. And do you, do you have some kind of like schedule or to-do list that you have to like check throughout the day? Or journal to writing. No, okay. there wasn't anything like that. Mm. So it was just self-directed most of the time. So, um, what kind of advice would you, would you give someone like me um, if I'm trying to achieve or attain more academic excellence? What are the things that I'm meant to do? What can I change in my life, my scheduling, in my way of doing things to ensure that I, you mm. know, achieve more academic excellence? Um, I think it's important for you to outline your goals, your personal goals, and your academic goals. For you to understand your motivation, know why exactly um, you want this particular thing for yourself. And once you've gotten that, then you should stay focused, try and be dedicated as much as possible. 
be um, studious and in everything you do, just give it your best and don't allow the pressure of your own expectations to be too overwhelming for you. So that's really what I would tell you. Now you're a medical doctor and that it shows already that you've done a lot of things to you know, go through the training to become a medical doctor and finish it from one of the best universities in, in Nigeria and in Africa probably. Um, can you tell me about this journey, the journey of becoming a medical doctor? Um, what were the highlights? What were the challenges, of course, that you had to face? And um, at what point of that journey are you at right now? My time in medical school was very long for usual Nigerian reasons. And I think what I would call the highlights of my time there would really be the people I met and the friends I made in medical school. You know, the way medical school works in Ibadan is that you're in the University of Ibadan itself for a couple of years and then later on transferred to the University College Hospital. So um, during my time in UIA, I met a couple of um, lifelong friends, I'll call them, because we're still friends up until today and they've impacted my life in so many different ways. So I think that's really the important thing I took away from school, the relationships, the friendships. And then as for challenges, I'd say the most challenging thing really was just the pressure of medical school. You know, there, there's a lot of um, exams that really could make or mar you, depending on whether you pass or fail them. So at different points in school, there are these high pressure, high tension moments where you have to really focus everything you have on those exams. And sometimes, you know, there are things that are not really within your control. So you just have to really just be prayerful and just hand yourself over to God and just hope for the best. So I think the high tension and the pressure in med school is one of the challenges. And the fact that it really it tasks you when it comes to like your communication with people. Um, I was a very shy person, or I am still a shy person, but you, know, you have to communicate more in medical school. You have to communicate with the patients. You have to communicate with your superiors. So in a way, it was um, sort of a growing experience for me. And at what point of that journey are you at right now? Um, are there things you want to achieve or you've gotten to a station or a point where you say, yes, I'm good? <laughs> oh no, there's definitely still a long way to go. Um, the medical profession, graduating medical school is just a small step. So from there, you now have to find out what path you want to take. So for me, I think I'm more clinically minded in that I think I want to just practice and specialize in a particular point of interest. So for me, the journey is just beginning and um, you know, we'll see how it goes. And the sky is your starting point. I'm, I'm very sure of that. Um, from what you said, from what you've been um, narrating now, um, I know it could be quite challenging you know, sometimes to meet up with you know, a lot of deadlines, to read a lot of books as a medical doctor, um, assignments to submit, you know, maybe some practice or something or some practical work you have to do. And um, this could be a little, bit, a little bit challenging and difficult sometimes. How do you manage all of this? And how do you ensure that you stay mentally and physically healthy in the process of this challenging time? Okay, um, I think it's important to plan ahead. So planning is really the first part of getting anything done. So if you know that you have a lot of deadlines to meet or a lot of things that are, are due for a particular time, it's important for you to understand the amount of work involved and the amount of time you have so that you're not now like caught in a very at 11th hour finding out that you haven't done a lot of things you're supposed to do. So for me, I think planning is important. So you should always be aware of how much time you have left 
and what threads will be read or to be done so that you can manage your time appropriately. Mm-hmm. And then stay sort of mentally fit. I think it's important to rest a lot. Even if there's a lot to do, there's high pressure everywhere, you have to always just take time to just do something you enjoy, something that you find relaxing. So every once in a while, watch that movie, take that nap, hang out with friends, to allow the pressure to get to you physically. So you mean once in a while, it's okay for me to scroll through my Instagram without having a guilty conscience? <laughs> yes, definitely. But don't like, spend hours on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a nice topic actually to know the right amount of time to scroll through my Instagram yeah. <laughs> before it becomes something yeah. bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you if you could like reflect back on your journey thus far, um, are there like some ways or some things that you've done to work on your personal development? Like looking at yourself today and looking at yourself 10, 15 years ago, your progress so far personally in your personal development, are there like things that have changed? or things that you consciously did to, um, or you are consciously doing to improve your personal development? Um, a lot has definitely changed from, say, five, ten years back to now. I think the major part of it is just natural progression. You know, as you're growing up, some kind of, some attitudes, some behaviors tend to fall behind, and some of it is intentional. So I find that as I'm getting older, my confidence has increased quite a bit then I find that I'm also less bothered about what people think or how things are going. So I find that I can shrug some things off with relative ease. So I don't let things get to me as much as it would have in the past. So I think that's really important to have a healthy mindset, a positive outlook. So I try to see the best in people. I try to be positive in my thoughts and in my words. And I try to just be nice, be kind. You know, so I think that a lot has really changed from the past to now. Are there like ways you are being kinder to yourself right now or nicer to yourself? Well, um, yes, definitely. You know, there are definitely things everybody will do at some point in life that you feel, oh, you've disappointed yourself or you've disappointed some other people. Mm-hmm. So and instead of now ruminating on that and beating yourself up over it for days or months, just forgive yourself. Learn to let things go, then to just um, sort of move on and give yourself room. You know, nobody's perfect and certainly I'm not perfect. So I think it's just important that one learns how to just give yourself space to, to fail, space to disappoint and pick yourself back up and recover. So that's what I mean by being nicer or be, being kinder to myself. Mm. Also nicer in a way that... Um, you know, once in a while, treat yourself. You know, not every time be frugal or be austere in your spending and all. So yeah. every once in a while, yeah, you deserve something nice. Yes. So I think um, it's really been helpful to me mm. thus far. So once in a while, spend that medical doctor money. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you say so, the money is smaller, big. <laughs> but once in a while, shine, you know. Yes. You should make an effort for yourself yeah that's that's very good that's very good and i'm learning from that also myself so yeah to be nice sometimes to myself <laughs> to be kind to myself yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a journey it's a journey yes too. it should be are there are there ways that your personal development you know reflects on your relationship with your family with your friends with you know people around you in your personal relationship you know 
in, on different um, very, um, in different ways, maybe at your place of work also, are there ways that this personal development, you know, you know reflects on these um, areas of your life? Oh, definitely in very significant ways because, you know, once you learn to just, just um, let things go, it helps you avoid fights, avoid um, keeping grudges, which are things that poison relationships over time and even in the short term. Mm. So I think once I just figured out that, fine, this person has done something bad, doesn't mean you have to dwell on it, doesn't mean you have to let it define your relationship going forward. So I just physically learned how to forgive and learned how to see the best in people. So no matter what this person has done or said, um, the onus is now on you to determine how you choose to interpret. So I think definitely once you can understand that, it really will help you in relationships. And it has helped me both in my family, um, in my friends, and in other relationships, workplace relationships. So it's important in keeping the peace and just being at, um, on good terms with everybody. Being um, at peace with yourself, being at peace with everyone that is around you. So um, back then in high school, um, we had this one principal or proprietress, I know, principal, I guess, uh, <laughs> um, whose motto every morning was always um, excellence, true integrity. <laughs> I can never forget that. <laughs> yes, we just shouted mindlessly because she just shouts excellence and then you have to reply true integrity. True integrity, yeah. And it yeah. keeps ringing in my brain from time to time. So um, I would love mm-hmm. to ask, I would love to ask you, um, like, is, is this also one of one, one principle that you work with, and and why is it important to work um, to work with excellence through integrity? Mm. Well, you know, back then when we used to recite that motto, it really I really never stopped to think about it and what it meant. It was just a strange catchphrase that we used to echo back and forth. Okay. But thinking about it now, I definitely understand it more, and I think it's a very valid point. You know, you can excel through different methods, really. But integrity adds a new dimension to your excellence. So when you're excelling by staying true to yourself, staying true to your principles and your values, it makes that excellence all the better, really. So I think it's definitely important to have integrity in all you do. Because if you sort of succeed through um, shady means, then it casts a shadow, a kind of stain on your achievements. But if you have integrity, if you're you're sure you know that you do that, you're upholding what is right, you're standing for what is true, mm. then um, definitely you can beat your chest with whatever you've accomplished or um, whatever you've done, and say that yes, I've done this the right way, and it definitely will have more meaning and hold more weight in that way. Do you have like some some you know some tips or practices of how to be you know how to be a person of integrity and how to stand for integrity no matter the circumstances or the challenges or the you know the situation at that moment. I think a useful tip is that if you're faced with um, a decision or a situation you're in and you're not sure what exactly is the right step to take, maybe it's looking like the way the path of less integrity is the easier path or the more profitable path to take. I think it's always important to just pause and ask yourself how you would feel if you know this decision, this um, thing you're doing came to light and was made public knowledge. 
like if it's something that you would feel uncomfortable or feel um, guilty about, if it came to be public knowledge, then it's probably something you should not do. Yeah. Because in as much as we think, oh, everything we're doing now is a secret or we can get away with it, the truth is that at any point in time, it could always come out. And if it's not something that you can be proud of in the future, then it's not something you should be doing in the present. So I think that's just a simple tip that can help you to determine whether what you're doing truly and is something you can be proud of. That means in, in every step towards excellence or in anything that I'm doing through with excellence, I should always ensure that I'm also um, doing it in a way that I'll be proud of um, of, of it, of my yeah. actions in the future. Or, yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And what was, what I, um, sometimes I think to myself, I, I hear this phrase of working in excellence or working with excellence or something like that. Does that have any meaning to you? What's the difference between just working and working towards excellence or working with excellence? Mm. Well, I think it, um, it's kind of the, the distinguishing thing between the mediocre and the extraordinary. So if you're just working for the sake of it or you're just studying for the sake of it, you're just doing whatever you're doing just to get by, you're not aiming for higher ground. So you definitely end up in the average and the mediocre. But I think if you work with the principle of excellence in mind of giving it your all for the best possible result, then you are definitely working in a path that should lead to excellence. So that's my understanding of what that means. Although it's not something I'm always, you know, using or thinking about. Yeah. And sometimes we challenge you to, you know, to be on on once a game to say, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this to achieve excellence. But from time to yeah. time, one it's checks back. Mm. Mm. Yeah. One checks back. To, one checks back to see, oh, okay, I'm I'm on the wrong path now. I'm after my game. Track. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. One more question. Um, let us just do a little bit of um, time traveling. Let us go back in time. What would you tell your younger okay. self? What is what's something that you would tell Inkechi in, I don't know, Inkechi that, that is five, ten years younger now? What would you tell her, what would you tell her to change? What would you tell her to just forget about? What would you tell her to ignore? What, what would be the advice to the younger Inkechi? Well, I think if I were to look back at my secondary school self slash early university years self, I'll just tell myself to relax more, to not be so uptight about certain things. Um, you know, I mentioned that I, I was quite shy and lacking in confidence in my early years. So I think I would just tell myself to just take things easy. Don't be so concerned that oh, people think this of me or this is how I must look to the rest of the world. I just say, just relax, be yourself, enjoy the people around you and enjoy what you're doing at that time. I think that's um that's enough of a tip to give myself. I expect that I walk through the rest. <laughs> that's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate this, and Thank I you wish for you for having me to be. Thank you so much. I wish you like um great success continuously and more awards, more accolades <laughs> to you in the future. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Thank it's you been so a great much. time talking with you. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Wow, you made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.